Welcome to the Novel Universe with your hostesses, Ashley and Dawn. We rate and review the newest and most buzzworthy books. We are true book club girls who don't always agree, but do enjoy a good book discussion. I'm Ashley, the fantasy architect. And I'm Dawn, the criticizer of books. Grab your favorite beverage and come and enjoy our universe. Everyone, and welcome back to the Novel Universe with your hostesses, Ashley and Dawn. Today we have our notorious top of the pod and bottom of the pod of 2023. So as you guys know, Dawn and I um, love to rate and review books. And when we get onto our podcast, we don't really talk about what we're going to read um, or what we've read to each other. So everything that we say is all new and exciting for you guys. Um we did not read a lot of books this year due to just our schedules and stuff like that. So we actually have a top three this year instead of our top five. And our third runner up for the best book of the year <laughs> is Divine Rivals by Rebecca Ross. Um, I believe I gave this book a, I gave this book a four. I don't remember. Did you also give this book a four? I don't remember. I think I gave it a four. I think yes, so. Yes, I think I gave it a four. So, Did I give it a four to five? I don't know. I don't know. I, th- I think you might have. You might have given it a little higher than me. Okay. But I don't remember. <laughs> um, and so this book, uh, the uniqueness about it is that we're meeting with two different protagonists. They're young journalists. They fall in love through imaginable connection, right? Um... They have these enchanted typewriters that allow them to share um, messages back and forth to each other. And at the beginning of the book, we don't really know who those recipients are. We just are following our protagonist, Winnow. Um, She comes from a background where her mom is an alcoholic. Her brother has been enlisted in war. And there are different gods at play and all this other fun stuff um, with this book. And I think the most intriguing thing about this book for me is that the writing is so eloquently written. There are basically like love letters right back and forth to each other that they are writing. Um, And it's just, it takes you kind of out of this uh, 21st century timepiece, if you will, and just get the importance of like how your words can depict so much more um when you put them in writing so i really liked this book um we both i think i'm are are you also wanting to read this book like book two to see how it ends yeah i feel like in our podcast we kind of did a lot of theorizing and Mm -hmm. i especially the ending and i want to know what happens like it's i think it's a duology which is great and I really want to know, you know, how it all ends. And I'm hoping that we get more of the gods and divine yes. rivals because our biggest issue, both of us, our biggest issue was that there was not enough fantasy. It was too much romance, not enough fantasy. And we are both more, well, I'm more of a fantasy person. Ashley might be 50-50 as far as fantasy and romance, <laughs> as far as liking. Uh, but, oh my God, The Hunger Games comes out on November 17th. I'm sorry, I'm looking at my TV. Songs of Songbirds and Snakes. We did that already, by the way. If you want to go back and listen to our review of Songbirds and Snakes, we did that. That's Uh, a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. 
yeah, we liked it. A lot of people didn't, but we liked it. But yeah, so yeah, I'm excited to see what happens in book two. Same, same. I want more of the lore. I yeah. think that's what this book was missing. It was missing the lore. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, there. we, we have a few uh, thoughts and theories as to what was happening at the end on if the uh, god of war really was um, sympathetic or not. Mm-hmm. So, Stay tuned for our thoughts on that. If you haven't read it yet, it's beautiful. It's a very beautiful book. Just go into it blind. Don't even, like, read any more of the back of the book. You'll spoil it for yourself, in my opinion. Like, just go in. Yeah. Full holes. So, that was our third spot. Um, And our second one is A Broken Blade by Melissa Blair. And so, I gave this book a 4.5. John gave it a four. Um, this was probably our best fantasy realm with elves and fae, if you will, this year. Uh, there was just a, there's a really good protagonist in the book. It follows um, Kira, who's a blade, whose mission has literally been sent to destroy her own people without knowing much about herself and where she came from. She is then um, faced basically against the king and the prince about how can she still make her stand in the world that she lives in, but still do the king's bidding at the same exact time. So she wears her scars on her body and a lot of them are not scars that were um, received from others, but ones that she has given herself. So if you have not checked that book out, it's called Broken Blade by Melissa Blair, The Halfling Saga. And both Don and I are reading book two um, on this one. It's 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 gonna happen. Um, we both really thoroughly enjoyed the plot. It's fast paced. Um, you love that the main protagonist, um, she's in her adult uh, 60s. <laughs> so she's not a 20 tweeny beanie popping around, not really knowing what life is. So we both really liked that about the book. Um, and both of us had some issues, uh, just in the sense that we didn't really understand why some answers were not given to us. That was one of Dawn's. She was wanting more answers to be given. We were kind of sort of given something, but Dawn did not agree. Nope. Um, on that. And Ashley is wanting, I want more of the world and the differences in the species and the people and the distinguishing factors behind them. Um, so yeah, if you haven't read it, check out Melissa Blair's uh, Broken Blade. It was a TikTok sensation, wasn't it, for a yeah. while? This came out in 2022. Yeah, it was not traditionally published. I don't know if it was self-published or an indie publish, but it was not traditionally published and then TikTok got its hands on it and then everybody started loving it and so then yeah, I got more visibility, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Even the preface of the book, it's got like, you know, the little author's note and it said this book is dedicated to book talk. Creators and viewers alike, it wouldn't exist without you. Love one of your own. Yeah. <laughs> Super sweet. <laughs> I think this book's been out for a while and we just haven't mm-hmm. got it. It might be longer than 2022, but I think that that's when it was republished. Okay. So, okay. Drum All right. roll for number one. Number one, top of the pod, was Hellbent by Lee Bardugo, which is book two 
and the I don't know the name of the series is Ninth House is number one. I don't know if it has a name, but the series name. But yeah, we like Hellbent, and I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil it if you have not read Ninth House. But it continues with our main character Alex, and uh, she is looking for Darlington. Her and oh God, I forgot. Uh, uh, I forgot her name. Dang it. Uh, Dawes, Dawes. Her and Dawes go to look for Darlington, and she is joined by Turner, which is the cop. And there are some new monsters in this one. They are vampires, and Lee Bardugo has kind of created her own vampire lore here, which I thought was really cool, really interesting. I liked it a lot. Uh, but we got more information between the relationship between Alex and Darlington which is uh Bardugo is the queen of a slow burn mm -hmm. and uh I don't know if she's gonna put these two together I'm kind of hoping that she does just because she's so good at it but yeah it was a little sexy it's very sexy uh -huh. and uh -huh. yeah just like true Bardugo fashion beautifully written metaphorical all kinds of symbols she's got the whole college uh to go with uh, Yale is a Yale or Harvard Harvard University and all the buildings and especially the I think they used the library this time um, yes. and like a courtyard or something like that but yeah just stellar writing stellar Bardugo writing oh yeah and this and we started the year off with this book and it was still our top of the pod yeah. I think I gave this book a 4755 um for me there was still like an element that I was missing I couldn't quite give it a five I think you were this was a four I think it was a four and a half for me yeah okay no. um yeah so this book again we just pulls our heartstrings all the time but she does it so well yeah and you're you're there because she also just inputs all of this lore and like history with Yale and like, like all these places are real that she's talking about so it's like you just feel like you're there in the university I don't know she does really really well with it so that was our top of the pod 110% and our bottom of the pod the book that we did not enjoy the, at all is the only one the, left Riley yeah, Seeger Riley Shaper Sager Sager yeah. Sager. Um, this is supposed to be a thriller. Um, this is supposed to be horror, I guess. That's what Don and I were hoping for. Mm. <laughs> um, and it kind of just, you know, there, there's the, the saying of it, you know, Laura Hope hung her sister with a rope, you know, and like all this other weird chanting stuff that does it, that it goes through. Stabbed her father with a knife, took his happy life, something, something else or whatever. So it follows, um, our what's her name uh, kit kit is her name kit? kit yeah kit kit is the caretaker that goes in to help lenora because lo and behold kit has also had some tragic events with some past um people that she has helped in the care so not everyone wants to hire her for care because there was something else that happened um and so she goes to care for lenora hope and the, you know, the house has a story, 
the people that still work there, it's like time stood still. No one has left. No one can explain why they have not left. All of these things. Um, so it had a good setup, right? It had a great setup. I think the one biggest thing about this book is the twist where we learn some things about some of the main characters. Um, that was something that we thought was really awesome. But one of my biggest uh, gripes with this book is that the house is given characteristic traits and it kind of falls flat. You know, don't tell me that a house is supposed to be creepy. There's blood on the floor. The the house is moving. All this stuff. Like, what is the point of that if it's not going to go anywhere with it? Um, and I think, too, we just really wanted more out of the... Yeah. I don't know. Out of the, out of the horror of it. Out of the, the, I'm not a big horror person, but a thriller, yes. 100%. I just didn't get those vibes yeah. from it. Um, yeah. Some of it didn't make sense. So... I would like to say that, and this is not really about the book, but we could not come up with the bottom three because Ashley and I severely disagree with the bottom of the pod. Uh, so, like, I, for example, wanted to put Blood and Ash as the worst, uh, but Ashley actually liked that book. And so the same thing with Fourth Wing, I would have put that at the bottom, but Ashley liked that book. And so we could not come up with three, so we can only do one. And we, the only one we could agree on was the only one left. So and it's literally the only one left. Uh, yeah, it's Thanks. terrible. Um, it happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there was just I, some of them we read, like, they were still pretty high for me. So that was my biggest, like. I didn't really have any doozies where I was like, no, that's a two or a one this year. So again, the only one left, I think we gave a three, seven, five. So I gave a three, seven, five. You gave it. What did you give on a 2.5? I don't know. Girl, once I am done with the book, if I didn't like it, it is like out of my brain space. I don't need it cluttering any space. So I don't think I gave it a three. Did I give it a three? I don't remember. I remember. Yeah, I don't remember. But uh, collectively, it was the worst book we read this year. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would agree. I think even for genre and all that stuff, it wasn't, I don't know, wasn't as good as our blockbuster one that we read last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. All right. That's it, right? Yeah, that's it for that one. Do you want to do, oh yeah, because stay tuned because our next podcast, John and I are going to discuss our own personal tops and our least favorite from books that we have read outside of the podcast. So you guys will kind of get to see some of the ones that we read without each other. And so I I at least tried to make sure that I didn't put any on here that we read together. Yeah, none of mine overlap. <laughs> they don't overlap. It, Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah, mine don't either. So it's great. But we hope that you guys um, stick around for the next one. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.